It's about feeling loved and accepted. Those people that want to die, they're dying, probably a lot of them, because they don't feel supported. It's about being supported. It's more about that than it is about having the money. That was Lavana who called into the show a little earlier and who admitted that she has thought about assisted death because it's easier than living with a lack of support and a lack of government support. And that is something that is uh, earning our country a very bad reputation around the world, and that is we have the most permissive euthanasia laws around. And it's not something to be proud of because it's gone way beyond what the program was set up for, which is allowing terminally ill people to die with dignity. And now we're talking about almost on a daily basis. I don't want to talk about this. The fact that is that we have to is because we're hearing about disabled people, those in poverty, uh, veterans being urged to get assisted death. That's not dignity. That tells me that people are having to turn to the government for death because the same governments are failing to get the needed supports in place that they promise. And so none of this was supposed to be a consideration. And in March of next year, mentally ill people will be considered part of the expansion of this program. And imagine where the headlines go. I mean, what we're seeing now versus when that part of this comes in. And so the the Trudeau government, when this law came in by the Supreme Court back in 2015, they were told, put the guardrails in place. You've got to avoid that slippery slope. And we are now on it because six years in, there are no guardrails. Let me bring Isabel Grant, professor specializing in criminal and mental health law at the Allard School of Law at the University of British Columbia. Thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure. What do you make of all these headlines? It's, you know, there were a lot of people when this came down who supported it, but there was always a concern that we're going to get to the slippery slope, and that was kind of brushed off. But we now seem to be getting these everyday headlines. You know, just one yesterday of a 25-year-old uh, man who was paralyzed who said, I, I'm, I'm going to take assisted death because I, I can't afford to live. That, that is, to me, uh, a huge moral failure. What does it say to you? Well, I, I agree with you that it is a huge failure. I think that the government was warned that this would happen. The disability community united in a really forceful way when this legislation was being debated mm-hmm. and told the government that this will kill people because they don't have the supports they need to live. And now we are seeing that, in fact, that is happening. And some of these cases make the media. We hear about them, but the hundreds of yeah. others that are happening, we don't even hear about. We can't track them. In some of the debates we've had in Parliament, you know, the committees have asked the disability community, where's your data? But but we can't provide that data. We can't track who is dying. And the government has failed to to really monitor those cases and, and track them for us. So we're limited to relying on these terrible, terrible headlines that we've been hearing about. And, and disability organizations are hearing from individuals, yeah. who, like, like the caller you played at the outset of the interview, hearing from people that they can't afford to live, so yes, they've decided to choose death. And what the disability community has told the government is that once you open up medical assistance in dying to people who are not terminally ill, there's no way you can confine it. And extending it to mental illness in March, as you indicated, is only going to make the problem worse. Yeah, I mean, I've heard from people during the show uh, saying that, that, that 
you know, family members or, or whomever uh, turn to this. And so I, I suspect that number is much larger because unlike other countries that have similar programs, we have absolutely no checks and balances. I mean, in other countries, you look at um, uh, places uh, like uh, the Netherlands, you know, they've got check places. You know, it can only be a doctor who does it. Here, it, it can be a nurse. There, they have to document if someone has gone by assisted death. We don't track any of that in this country. So we're not even putting in the basic restrictions that other countries with similar programs have. And so we can't actually, um, you know, tell the true story of, of if this is being abused. I mean, certainly you've heard the headlines of Global News reporting that veterans seeking help for PTSD have been pressured to take assisted death. I, I, I'm sure that headline is going to continue to increase. And so, you know, are you finally being heard? Because I've, I've spoken to a number of groups like yours who for the longest time felt that you had no voice in this because all along it has been sold as a program of compassion. But I don't think a lot of Canadians will be comfortable with, with seeing where this has gone. Um, I, I don't know whether we're being heard. It doesn't feel like we are. There is a joint parliamentary committee reviewing expanding this even further right. in the coming months. Um, the speed with which the government has felt that this is what people with disabilities need in a global pandemic is easier access to death is, is quite astonishing. And it's been very difficult. We've testified before multiple different committees of parliament and feel like we've had very, very little impact in stopping this. One thing I'll say about um, Belgium and the Netherlands which both have um, medical assistance in dying for people with mental illness, um, there you are required to exhaust mm -hmm. treatment that is available. In Canada, you are not. You are only required to be told about treatments that are available. Um, and if you don't want to exhaust them, you don't have to. Another thing we've seen with Made for Mental Illness in Belgium and the Netherlands is that almost 70% of these cases are women and that there is a high rate of trauma in women who are accessing made for mental illness. So the gender dynamics of this are very problematic. And the government has simultaneously relied on Belgium and the Netherlands to expand made while also saying, oh, well, we're different. Those problems won't happen here. So I, I just think there are so many problems with the expansion. At this point, we, we really need... Someone to step back and say, there are too many problems here. Until we have all those problems sorted out, we just have to stop. I personally don't think we can sort out those problems. I don't think the government should be offering death to people who are not otherwise dying, because I think that's inherently discriminatory. Telling people that the laws of murder and aiding suicide don't apply to you if you're disabled, I believe, is inherently discriminatory. Well, we, so But we've I also talked to people. I mean, there was a, a case in, in uh, St. Catharines of a, of a man who uh, was uh, poor. He, he couldn't make ends meet, so he turned to the MAID program. And then after his story uh, came out, uh, people donated to a GoFundMe, and he turned around and said, I'm not going to do it because now I feel hope that I can uh, live. And so, again, if people have had a chance to exhaust all the, the other um, you know, options. I think that many would say, well, if I can actually live a life I, and get supports, I, I don't want to do that. And again, the fact that we're even talking about this, it's just crazy to me. I mean, the United Nations, um, you know, said can't, this cannot be a default for Canada's failure to fulfill its human rights obligations. And so they have warned this government 
you know, that, that the fact that you're failing to do your job as a government to, to offer services and supports, you know, you can't then turn around and offer death as a solution. That That's not what this is about. And yet this is where we are at. And to your point of the expansion, I mean, we heard a bunch of Quebec doctors talking about infants, uh, mortally ill, um, you know, infants, apparently, you know, they want added to the list. I mean, where do we stop? I, for me, we have completely not just on a slippery slope, we've gone off the cliff. Well, I, th- I think that's right. And I think proponents would say we stop when we have suicide on demand or assisted suicide on demand to offer people a safe and supposedly um, painless way to die. And I think that's a deep, deeply problematic. The UN also told Canada that they are in violation of mm-hmm. multiple UN treaties, which Canada is a signatory to. Um, and Canada has simply disregarded that criticism. 200 disability and social justice organizations wrote to the government opposing this. I've never seen a a community so united around that position, and they've been repeatedly gaslit, frankly, by the government, and the government has pushed ahead with this. So, you know, unless somebody says, wait a minute, time to step back, and we see some media calling yeah. for that now. I saw the Toronto Star called mm-hmm. for that the other day. Yeah. Um, unless we have some leadership on this issue, we are headed towards a human rights catastrophe. No question about it. No, I mean, we've been. Ta- I talk about it quite often. The fact that I talk about it this often is a problem uh, in itself. Um, and so we'll wait and see, uh, because we are very much, uh, I don't need to tell you, we are starting to get a real reputation. You just put this into your Google, and, and they are saying Canada is the place you go to die. That's how easy it is. The government will put you down. It's not a great reputation. So I do think the tide is turning on this. I'll call on you again. I very much appreciate the chat. My pleasure. Thank you. That's uh, Professor Isabel Grant, who is uh, in BC, and who, like several other groups, have been trying to get their voice heard on this certainly in the area of mental health and disabilities, and and maybe now people are starting to pay attention.